And now we welcome Miranda Walters to the stage. In case you haven't heard about her before, she's the ultimate brain box, a prodigy, the smartest girl alive. Another announcer was calling me onto another stage on what must have been my hundredth talk show. Everyone cheered and I sat in front of the host next to my mom. So, Miranda, how did you become so smart? I was so tired of the same questions over and over again. I was different, an anomaly. And I'll tell you how it all started, but first, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel so you never miss out on another cool story. Hey, there's still one more thing to do. Hit that notification bell. Great. So, my mom's a neuroscientist. In case you don't know what that is, she studies the brain. Before I was born, she had a dream. She wanted to use her research to create the smartest baby in the world. She convinced my dad to allow her to experiment on her baby, which just so happened to be me. My dad was easygoing and he had a lot of faith in my mom's research, so he let her. No one knows what happened in that lab while she was pregnant with me, but after I was born, everyone realized almost instantly that I was brilliant. By the time I was five days old, I could count and recite the alphabet. At one month, I could speak clearly, and before I was a year old, I could read books which were written for fifth graders. So I became my mom's contribution to science, her pride and joy. I spent most of my days in her lab, and I never went to school like regular children. My only friend was the neighbor's son, Eddie. It was well known among scientists that my mom had done something revolutionary, but she refused to share her secrets. I guess she was just trying to figure out the right way to do it. And one day, she finally figured it out. When I was 10 years old and finishing my PhD in astrophysics, my mom decided she'd use me to advertise her invention. But it's not the real one. Of course, I'm not sharing my secrets. I might share them with you when you're old enough. Anyway, here's the deal. I'm going to sell a microchip that has to be implanted in the brains of babies while they're still in the womb. I will tell them that this is exactly what I did when I was pregnant with you. I'll explain that it's some scientific phenomenon they'd never understand and just ask them to trust me. People tend to trust scientists. And I have you as proof. Uh, okay? Don't you want to know how much I'm going to sell one for? How much, Mom? $100,000. I'm marketing only to the elite. That means we only need to sell 10 to become millionaires. I really think this could work. That's really cool, but I mean, isn't it a little bit dishonest? Well, as far as I'm concerned, anyone who is stupid enough to believe that intelligence can be bought deserves to lose their money. You're going to benefit from this too, you know? Fine, Mom. Do whatever you want. So, I became the face of a revolutionary product my mom began advertising to rich people. Miranda is 10 years old. She has four master's degrees and a PhD. I'm sure you want the same for your children. Invest in the smart baby chip today. She'd have conventions where she'd explain her invention and then she'd invite me to speak to the crowd, which was always blown away by my intelligence. In a few months, my mom had made $8 million. She was literally a millionaire. I told you I could pull this off. I never doubted you, Mom. You're so smart. Now I can quit my job. And he did, lazy man. <laughs> we decided not to move out and buy a huge house, although we could afford a luxurious lifestyle now. My mom left most of the money in a savings account. I was grateful that although I was still little, my mom let me decide how some of the money was spent. I wasn't an ordinary little girl who'd ask for toys anyway. I was very practical. We did a lot of traveling and that was so fun. 
I could speak almost every language, so it was really exciting for me to be in different countries to practice what I learned. We'd been to three regions in India, which was where my mom had her biggest market. China, Vietnam, Singapore, Australia, Ethiopia, Nigeria, and all over Europe. But eventually I became tired of it all. I guess it's because I knew too much too early. I grew up too quickly and I didn't really get to experience what it was like to be a child. I used to see Eddie leave for school every morning and I felt some type of sadness. Sometimes I even wished I'd been born like everyone else. There were days I'd go over to Eddie's house after he came back and I'd bombard him with questions. So what is your teacher like? Hmm, she's cool. She gives us presents when we get A's on her tests. She also takes us out on amazing field trips. What are the kids in your class like? There's Trent. He's the class clown. He's always making a joke about something silly. Then there's Angelina. She's the smartest girl in the school. And she's cute, too. My best friends are Jaden, Harrison, and Billy, though. We always hang out during recess. I hope that we get to do the same middle school together. Then high school. Then maybe even college. That must be amazing. What? To have friends. Well, you have friends, too. You have me. I became so obsessed with the idea of an ordinary life that one day I set up a little camera and attached it to Eddie's clothes so I could see what happened at school. Of course, I knew everything that was being taught and I could have probably taught the teachers, but it seemed really fun to be around other kids. They were always laughing and playing together. But I never got to experience that, sadly. By the time I was 17, I'd almost given up on the idea of a normal life. Until this one crazy coincidence that changed my life forever. My mom was having another convention in the Netherlands. By this time, she was already a billionaire as she'd sold so many chips. People were convinced they worked somehow, so she just kept getting more and more clients. After meeting a whole bunch of pregnant women who wanted to have smart kids like me, my mom and I went to have a snack at a little coffee shop. I was stuffing my face when I began to feel really thirsty, so I got up and went to order something else. I peeked into the kitchen where the food was being prepared, and my eyes nearly fell out of my head. There was a girl washing the dishes who looked exactly like me. Same size, hair color, eye color, everything. This is my chance, I thought. I called out to her and she came straight away. Wow, you look just like me, she said. Yes, that's why I want to speak to you. My name's Miranda, by the way. What's yours? Mila. Is this what you do all day? Wash dishes? Yes. I ran away from home when I was very young. And this is all I can do to make money, really. I have an idea. How would you like to be a billionaire and travel all over the world? Well, I'd love that. What's the catch? No catch, really. You just have to pretend to be me. My mom might not even notice. All she thinks about is money. So let's switch places. Fine. I figured her life must have been really miserable for her to agree so quickly. We decided to meet in front of the coffee shop that night to make the switch. When I got there, she was already waiting. I gave her the keys to my hotel room and she gave me the keys to her apartment and explained the directions. We exchanged social media handles too in case we got any difficulties along the way. That was it. I was free. I went back to Mila's awful apartment. It was small and dirty and one room was the kitchen, a living room, bathroom, and bedroom. I'm gonna make this work, I thought. I checked on Mila to make sure she settled in okay. She texted back immediately. I'm great. Your mom didn't even notice it wasn't you. This hotel is amazing. The food is great and this bed is so comfortable. Thank you, Miranda. 
Now, I'll admit, that hurt a little bit, but whatever. I was gonna enjoy my new life. I got out my laptop and quickly set up a business writing academic papers for university students. This was really easy for me, as stuff like that only took me a few minutes. In about a month, I'd made enough money to move out of that awful apartment. And then I decided that since I'd been deprived of a high school experience, I'd go to college. Because hey, that's supposed to be fun, right? I saved enough money from my business and enrolled in an arts program at a local college. I couldn't believe I was finally experiencing what I wanted my whole life. I made loads of friends and even started going on dates. The only boy I ever really talked to before was my neighbor Eddie and I saw him as more of a brother. But now there were so many guys to talk to. OMG, and just do not get me started on the college parties. I had a blast. I was in my second year when I met Steven. He was, well, everything a girl could ask for. Kind, considerate, sweet, smart, and drop-dead gorgeous. Because I was smarter than everyone else, I always thought that it would be really hard to find someone on my level. But Steven was smart too. We never ran out of things to talk about, and that's one of the things I loved most about him. In our final year of college, we decided to move off campus and move in together. I finally felt like I would achieve the dream of completely erasing my past and starting a fresh life. But one night as we were getting ready to sleep, he suddenly had lots of questions. How come you never talk about your family? Uh, you never asked? Well, it's normal for people to mention their family once in a while, but you never do that. That's really weird. Now, you're probably thinking, I could have lied. But this was the love of my life, and I wanted to be honest with him. I told him the truth, and instead of looking upset, he actually seemed to love me more. That's a remarkable story, Miranda. Now that you're an adult, don't you think you should go back to visit? I'd love to meet them, but I won't rush you if you're not ready. I figured that if this was the man I was going to be with for the rest of my life, I might as well introduce him to my family. Two weeks later, we flew back and I showed up on my doorstep. I rang the bell and my mom and Mila opened the door. My mom looked at the both of us and gasped. <gasps> what on earth? Miranda, you're back. Please don't tell me I have to move out. You're not Miranda? No, and I can't believe you never noticed. Nice reunion, guys. Anyway, Mom, this is my boyfriend, Steven. He wanted to meet my family. Can we come in? Uh, sure. My dad was pretty shocked, too. It was kind of hilarious. We told him about what had happened in the Netherlands many years ago, and they just stared at us surprised. That explains a lot. Mila is not smart at all. I lost customers because of her. You still have money, though, Mom, right? I suppose. I'd already made enough when you decided to leave anyway. I'm happy you've been having a normal life and I'm sorry for all the stress I put you through. I guess I was only thinking about myself and all the money I wanted to make. I wanted to be known as the best scientist in the world. And I think I am now. I forgive you, Mom. My mom told me she'd give me half of her fortune to start my life with Steven. He proposed to me a few weeks after we went back to the Netherlands, and now we live a happy, simple life with our two children. You're probably wondering what happened to Mila. Well, part of my agreement with Mom involved her. Because, after all, she's the one who gave me a shot at a better life. A normal life. Mila was given a few million dollars too, and now she lives in a fancy house in San Diego. She's really happy, and I'm happy for her. We talk all the time, and we become like sisters. Everything worked out well for everyone in the end. Isn't that great?